Someone had asked on the very first day of camp, what do you do if you have to daven mincha and you're wearing short sleeves and it comes time for tachnun? Where does one rest their arm for ta- the rest their head for tachnun if they're wearing short sleeves? So I thought maybe we'd broaden the discussion a little bit and talk about wearing short sleeves for davening in general. Is there an issue with wearing short sleeves and how should one uh, behave if one is in fact wearing short sleeves and it comes time for davening. So obviously this is very relevant during the summertime. It's very relevant in camp, particularly in a camp where there is no rule that one has to wear a hat and jacket or anything like that for davening, where obviously the, uh, the, the kids and uh, even uh, the, the adults very often are going to be in a situation where we're wearing shorts. Not everyone wears a hat and jacket all day like me, you know, like uh, sometimes people are wearing, it's on a recorder, no one can see. So, uh, so, the, uh, so, so uh, sometimes you'll have people in that, uh, that situation. And the shilas are really threefold. First of all, can a person serve as a shaliach tzibur when wearing short sleeves? Second of all, is a person, is that an appropriate attire for davening in the first place? And third, whether what, what one should do about tachman. So I believe that there are in fact three different sugyos that are related to this shaila. The first sugyo is the Gemara in Shabbos on Daf Yud, where the Gemara tells us three different shitos, but we paskin like the shita of Rava Bar Rav Huna, who used to put on some fancy socks in order to daven as a fulfillment of Hikal Nikros Elokecha Yisrael, that a person is supposed to be Mahadar Atzmo, Atzmo, do something nice to prepare himself for davening. And uh, even though there are opinions in the Gemara that a person is dafka supposed to dress down for davening, like an Eved Lufnei Rabbo, we don't paskin like that. We paskin a person is supposed to dress up for davening. It's funny that the exact case the Gemara gives is putting on fancy socks. It's not about a hat, it's not about a jacket, it's about putting on something special. So that's one issue. The second issue is the Sugya Masechus Brachos Taf Laman and Beis, where the Gemara tells us that Rabbi Yehuda was always makbit to wear nice clothing for davening because he was omid that the definition of davening is that you're standing in front of a Kodesh Baruch Hu, so a person should look respectable so it's not so much a din in the maisa of putting on something special but it is in the actual result of your appearance that you're standing in front of a Kodesh Baruch Hu, and therefore one must appear in a dignified fashion the question is how nice is nice meaning certainly it's not so reasonable to expect that a person is going to dress up three times a day exactly the way that they would dress up if they were going to meet a head of state or something like that, which is a once-in-a-lifetime experience. So what exactly is the geder of how much a person has to dress up for davening? The Rambam in Hilchas Tefillah Perek Halacha Hey, when he talks about whether a person is allowed to daven with exposed feet, the Rambam says only if it's the derech in that place to be omed bifnei agadolim in such a way. If it's not the derech to be omed bifnei agadolim. So the implication, clear implication of the Rambam is that the, the level to which one has to dress up is the way that one would stand in front of gedolim. However you define gedolim. Most poskim would define gedolim as, let's say, a head of state, an important person, a boss, a judge, something like that. There are poskim, Rav Belsky, Zechron, Levracha, uh, and Rav Sturmbach that define a uh, gedolim as gedolei Torah, the way you would dress when you go meet Rav Chaim Kanievsky, which may be different than the way you would dress when you go meet uh, a head of state. But that's uh, the, what the Ram seems to define. If you look in later poskim, the Chayi Adam seems to have a different definition. Mishmura makes mention of this, but certainly doesn't emphasize.
emphasize this. Chayadam emphasizes the way one would walk in the street. That if it's a, you know, a person is a dignified person, would not walk in the street with a tank top and shorts or something. But when you're walking in the street, you'd, uh, you wouldn't necessarily be makbid to put on a jacket or to put a, certainly not to put on a hat. The way that one would walk in the street is the definition of how much one has to get dressed up. That is the second halacha. But then there's a third halacha that relates not just to dress in general, but specifically to sleeves. There is a Mishnah Meseches Megillah on Daf Chav Dalid, where the Mishnah tells us that a pocheach, apal pisha pores al shema, eno kori betora, ve eno over teva. That someone who's a pocheach, even though he's allowed to say shema, he's not allowed to do kriyas hatora, and he's not allowed to be a shliach tzibor. What is a pocheach? Says Rashi, shakra of megulos, that his legs are exposed. A person who's wearing shorts, let's say, would not be allowed to be over teva. However, that is not the definition of the rov rishonim. The riff on the spot and the rambam in Hilchus Tefillah Parches Halach Yudbeis and there's Paskind in Shulchan Aruch and Simen Nun Gimel Sif Yud Gimel is that a pocheach means someone who's zroosav megulos that his arms are exposed. If one's arms are exposed, one is not allowed to be a shliach tzibur. However, one is permitted to be Pares al Shema, and Rashi says also to say Kaddish and Kedusha, because he's Mechayiv Bedavar, he's obligated to do all of those things. And therefore it would emerge from the Psaq and Shulchan Aruch that one is not allowed to have exposed arms if one plans on being a Shliach Tzibur. So how does that translate into the issue of short sleeves? This is a Machlokas HaPoskim. Rav Avadia Hadaya in the Tshuvas Yaskil Avdi, in Chelek Zayin in the Kuntras Achron, page Shin and has a very strict interpretation of this halacha. He understands that if a person does not have sleeves all the way down to his wrist, then he is exposing parts of his body that a dignified person would not walk in the street exposing. And this certainly says even if you'd walk in the street that way, if you had a court date, if you had to be in a basin, you would not show up that way. And he therefore thinks that that has a din of a pochech and that a person should not daven unless his arms are fully covered. Ah, you don't have to do netilas yadayim or anything. When you touch the lower part of your arm, it's not considered a dirty place. Says Ravadi Adaya, that's irrelevant. That's not what this halach is about. This halacha is about pochech, is defined as how a person would appear in front of gedolim. So even though we divided it as three separate halachos, he, he connects halacha number two and halacha number three. Rav Avadio Seif uh, in Yechavadas, Chedadal, Tzimelches, takes strong issue with Rav Avadio on two points. First of all, he says, you're defining pochech wrong. It has nothing to do with the lower half of the arm. If you have long sleeves, like these uh, long enough sleeves, that it goes down to the elbow, like the uh, the Kaylee staff shirts that they were, uh, they look like you're wearing your daddy's shirt that go all the way down to the uh, to the to the elbow. Says Ravadi Yosef, that is not a pochech. It's only pochech if the upper part of the arm is exposed. Second of all, he says, Afilu lishitascha. Even according to you, Ravadi Yodaya, that a pochech is defined. As, uh, as, as any part of the arm exposed. Mehechitesi, a person is not allowed to daven that way. It doesn't say that in the Mishnah. It says you're not allowed to be over lifnei hateva. That you're not allowed to be a shliach tzibor that way. And there's a simple fix for that. Give the guy a talus and he'll cover his arms. He'll wrap himself in the talus. And in fact, Ravad Yosef lets on later on in the tshuva why he's very upset 
by this Psak or Avadya Hadaya, and he says, We know Vikhena Minak Pashut Shabiyameh Hakayits during the summertime. Harbe Poalim, there are a lot of workers who are blue collar workers. It's not like in America, in Israel. It's not like uh, you know Jews only have five white collar jobs and uh, there's no such thing as an Orthodox Jew who does anything else. In Israel, there are Orthodox Jews who do all sorts of jobs, all sorts of blue collar work where they're working very hard in the sun, in the heat, and it's not reasonable to expect them to wear long sleeves. And what? Then they're going to take time in the middle of their day and they're going to chap a minchaminion somewhere. They're going to chap a minchamarav. They're coming straight back from work before they even go home to catch a minchamarav and you're going to tell them you can go over to them and tell them you can't daven that they're not allowed to daven because they're wearing their, uh, their short sleeves Ravad Yosef says that that's not correct to say such a thing, they come with the short sleeves, the Beis HaKnesses, the Spal Mincha Ba'arvis, the Ein Potzapeh, no one says anything, and they certainly have what to rely on, and then Rav Vadya Kedarko B'Kodesh says, and I'm not the only one that says this, he finds another Posek who says it, who? Rabbi Hillel Posek, in the Chuvos Hillel Omer, so it's not only Rav Vadya Yosef, it's a Beferish Hillel Omer, that, uh, that, that, that says this way as well, that someone with short sleeves is allowed to daven, even if he cannot daven far but he's not allowed to daven as a shliach sibur until he covers his arms. And even that, Ravadi again says, is only on the upper part of the arm, the lower part of the arm would not be a problem. But what do you do about tachlun? So in order to understand what you do about tachlun, we need to understand why we cover our faces at all by tachlun. What exactly are we trying to accomplish by tachlun? The Rambam uh, gives us a little bit of background in terms of Nefilas Apayim and what it initially was and what it has turned into. The Rambam in the fifth paragraph of Hilchus Tfila, Halachus Yud Gimel and Yud Dalit writes that Hishtachavaya Ketzal, he describes different types of bowing and he says, Yoshev La'aretz V'nofel Al Panav Artsa Umischanim Bechola Tachnunim Sheyirtza that a uh, person falls on the ground, and this is, uh, this is uh, the Archa Shulchan expounds that uh, initially, Nefilas Apayim meant initially that one is flat out on the ground. Pishut Yodayim Vraglayim, face into the ground. But nowadays we don't do that anymore. The Rambam writes uh, that uh, we're not allowed to fall face to the ground unless you know about yourself that you're a tzaddik like Yoshua. So rather, what do we do? We tilt our head down a little bit and we don't uh, stick it into the ground. We certainly don't go down on the ground entirely with our entire bodies. Why are we not allowed to be no fellow pun of anymore. So Rashi and Megillah says that it would be a bizayon if our tefillos are not answered immediately after doing such an overt form of tefillah. So therefore, unless a person is absolutely certain that Hashem responds to his tefillos like that, so a person should not engage in that type of, uh, of ishtach avaya. So at the end of the day, though, what do we do? We just tilt our head down. What side do we tilt our head down on? So the Aruch HaShulchan gives a number of the details in Sim Kufla Aleph, Zivav and Zayin. He goes through the Machlokas, how the Torah writes in the name of Gaon that an Adam Chashuv should fall beyond small, and he gives reasons for it, several reasons for it, and others say that no, that a person should uh, should fall Dafka Al Yad Yemincha, Hashem Tzilcha Al Yad Yemincha is one of the reasons actually to fall Yad Small, so it's Pan of Klape Shechina, so that you're facing the Shechina. The Torah writes that an Ashkenaz, the Minig was Al Sad Yemin, that you'd go on the right side. The Ramah Paskins, what I think most of us do, and what the Mishabura Paskins, 
is that a person falls tachnun on the left side of mincha, but since at shachris you're wearing tefillin on that hand, you go on the right hand at, uh, at shachris. That's wonderful. It's not really a din in the hand, though. It's a din in the face, that the face is supposed to be down and covered in some way, and it happens to be the most convenient thing to cover your face with is your hand, because it's usually available to you. But that's not really a din, it seems that it's not really a din in the hand at all, it's a din in the face. The Orach HaShulchan writes that a person should be careful, Ukshayipol, lo yipol al besar hayad, ela al beged. That one should not fall on the flesh of his hand, because the rather on a beged, because a hand is not considered a covering. Why isn't it considered a covering? He says, like I've already explained in Simon Sadialov. So you turn back to Simon Sadialov, which is Hilchus Tvila, and he says, you know, like we already explained in Simon Bays. Okay, so you go back to Simon Bays. What's Simon Bays about? In Simon Bays, the Shulchan Aruch writes that a person is not allowed to go arba amos begiloy arosh. That one is not allowed to go four amos with his head exposed. The Mishnah Brura over there in Simon Bays, Sivkat Yud Bays writes, Vikol Shekain Sha'asulavarech. That one is not allowed to say a bracha. Vuadin lil motor to learn Torah. Bigile arosh. Vilo mahani bazeh kisu hayad. If you want to cover your head, doing this is not enough. Putting your hand on your head does not work. Why? The yad verosh chad gufa inun ve'ena guf yachal chasu says hatzmo. Because your hand and your head are part of the same body, the guf cannot cover itself. That's the halacha by Tachman. It's the same halacha. That a body cannot cover itself. That's why your arm cannot cover your face. Your hand cannot cover your head. Because the body cannot cover itself. So what's the Eitzah when you don't have a yamuka? Whatever the Eitzah is there, L'chora, is going to be the Eitzah over here. So says the Mishnah Bura. V'yesh mekilin b'zeh b'shas First, uh, Eitzah is not really an Eitzah, it's just that you should know we're allowed to be mekel on this issue b'shas Chak, because there are some posting that say that the body is able to cover itself. Ooh, so what's a shas Chak? Does it have to be that you're in uh, some sort of horrendous situation, you know, that you uh, hear stories about of, uh, you know, Jews being Moser Nefesh or whatever? What's a shas Chak? Mr. Brewer tells us exactly what a shas Chak is. You wake up in the middle of the night and you're thirsty and you lost your yarmulke. So he says, okay, so then just put your hand over your head. That's enough of a shasad chak to rely on this shita. So it doesn't have to be the world's greatest shasad chak to rely on this shita that the body could cover itself. At that point, you can cover your head, your head with your hand. However, says the Mishabura, a better Eitzah. Aval Yosetov lino kemosha olam noagin shemam shechabes yad shalabeged al yad umechasa barosho. Much better to pull your sleeve over your hand if you're wearing long sleeves at night and then use the sleeve to cover your head. And the same luchora would be true by Tachman that if you're able to pull the sleeve a little bit so that you can rest your head on the sleeve, so then that would be wonderful. That used to be a very easy thing to do. Contemporary styles are not what they once were. This, as 
stylish as I look. Uh, this is not actually the style anymore. The style is much more like most of your shirts, where the sh- sleeves are typically much uh, much shorter. Everyone needs to show off uh, their muscles or whatever. So that's the uh, that's become the contemporary style. That makes it nearly impossible to pull the sleeve over. It also creates the pocher problem, by the way. But it's uh, it it makes it nearly impossible to pull the sleeve over to cover your face. I don't understand what the problem is. I don't meaning lechora. One could just put their head down on the table or on a chair or on anything. You don't have to cover, it's not a din in your arm. There's no din about the arm as far as I know, unless I'm misunderstanding the sugya. It seems that it's a din in the face. So the, the table could cover your face, the chair in front of you could cover your face. Just put your head, it's about being noto litzad small. So uh, be noto, litzad small. Obviously, uh, the way we normally do it is with the arm, and that's why we change the minute based on tefillin, but if you don't have, you don't have the ability to, then l'chorah, uh, that's what one should do. Now, having said all that, that's all that's not the ideal. The ideal is that when one is davening, that they should have sleeves of uh, of some sort. Probably the ideal is that one should have uh, some sort of nicer beget when one is davening. The way you would be holech gedolim. That would be uh, that would be a very great ideal for a person to uh, to have. There's in fact a discussion in the poskim if a person doesn't have a jacket. Uh, and uh, they're going to miss a minion by the time they get their jacket. Is it better to miss a minion or is it better to miss a jacket? Which is the uh, better thing to, to miss? So uh, in, uh, in, in uh, Isha Yisrael, he quotes from Rav Neubert, Zechron Levracha, that uh, better to miss a jacket than to miss a minion. You'll daven without a jacket um, and don't miss a minion. L'chora, though, uh, that would really depend on how you view the requirements of tefillah b'tzibur versus the requirements of a jacket. Meaning, if, if there, the, a jacket, like we said, depending how you interpret, omid l'fnei gedolim or holich berachov, pocheach, you know, how you define all these terms, you could argue that a jacket is required to make a din, or you could argue that it's a nice hidor or a nice chumra. Similarly, you could have the same argument about tefillah b'tzibur. Rav Moshe has a very strong sheet of the tefillah b'tzibur is a chiyuv, it's an absolute requirement. The emek bracha happens to hold otherwise, Rav Shechter holds like the emek bracha on this, that tefillah b'tzibur is a really wonderful hidor in a way of making your tefillah better, but it is not an absolute requirement. So depending which combination of shitos you hold like, if one were to hold that tefillah b'tzibur is not a requirement, but a jacket is a requirement, it could be that it's better to dive in without a minion in order to uh, have a jacket. But then, you ha- again, you have to figure out that calculus to see which uh, which sheet you hold like. But it would seem the Kule Alma, at least sleeves, would be a prudent thing to try to make sure one has when one davens mincha at least. Okay. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.